Debbie and her mini strawberry donuts. Nothing wrong with that at all. Bring your fruity pebble flaky donuts that we got from St. Louis to Chicago. Nothing wrong with that. It, they were delicious. We inhaled an entire bag, Claire and I. And Claire doesn't eat sweets. <laughs> so for her to eat them in a car ride from St. Louis to Chicago, we should have had the hindsight to buy four bags. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> You know, this is only good until yep. Sunday, so... I just <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks for helping out. <laughs> it's a wise man effort. All right. Get rid of all my expiring food in the house. Packages. Oh, shit. The sugar cookie milk's about to expire, too. Sugar cookie milk? Oh, that's the only way you can eat with the sugar cookie toast crunch in the corner. Because it doesn't taste anything like sugar cookies. We've spent the first minute and a half talking about random snacks, and I enjoy it. And it's holidays. It's the season to snack. There's random snacks everywhere. <laughs> oh, look at this. Candy-coated chocolate sunflower kernels. What? what? So, funny story. Part of the security director's meeting. Went to the Trump Hotel out of all places. They rolled out this. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Is this like m and Pop them. Eat four trays of them. What you did? Me and uh, Gerardo. Cinder. Yeah, just, just dump them in there. They're not going to notice. Stack them up. <laughs> Fantastic. Addictive. I open this now. It'll be gone by the end of the podcast. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to We're all in ask trouble. you to stop. Okay. No, story. I'm not going to smack you. <laughs> not in front of your wife. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, hey, hey. You've reached your, you've reached your limit. <laughs> no, please. Get rid of them. They're so good. Are you looking for more snacks? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, there's there's because, balls. Because we had a strategy in my house. Because I had the I had the girls over. We bought a certain amount of food, and then we told ourselves we weren't buying anymore after that. Oh, that's cool. So about two days left, we started looking like you know, it was rough. It was rough in the hood. It was rough in the hood. Food <laughs> is getting scarce. Right. Started getting mad. You're starting to get pissed off because there's nothing to snack on during Borderlands. Oh yeah, it was horrible. You know, no go, no takeout, no nothing. We're like, nah. (laughs) 
Speaking like, of which, I gotta find the time to go to Mr. Submarine Thunder this week. Yeah. Hey, I'm sure somebody fucked up on the green line this weekend. I'm pretty sure. That way I can it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Guarantee. 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 Hour tomorrow. Well, all right. Here we are. So we're in this weird moment in wrestling where everybody kind of takes a break. You don't have to whisper. It's fine. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, this kind of first year it's happened because WWE used to go in like, oh no, we working all the holidays, dog. And then slowly but surely, everybody started saying, no, we're gonna take this holiday season off. Yeah. Either literally, like a couple of promotions, or figuratively in WWE when they recorded a bunch of shit and then just post, you know, played them on there. <laughs> Um, the only major thing happening this week is Wrestle Kingdom this weekend. Oh, that's this weekend? Yep. Always oh, first weekend it? of the year. I'm going I'm going with Adam to Amazon. I thought you were saying he was going to Wrestle Kingdom. I was like, the fuck? Like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the no, no, no. <laughs> She's off. I mean, we could make that happen. I, I couldn't get it. No. I need to borrow somebody's passport. You would have to borrow somebody to help you around your <laughs> That guy couldn't do it. I, I Google. I'm going to do it one day. We, I mean, that's a that's a thing that should be done. Question: Do we have a Hilton Honors account? No. Yes. Yes, we do. Do we need to add you to the fans and family? Yes. I offered Adam to. You got a couple to people Mike, to add. So. We're not adding any police officers. Okay. I have it on here. All right. Good. This was spon- This brief interruption was sponsored by Hilton Honors. <laughs> Hilton Honors. <laughs> Get your up. points. Get your stays. So you can Those donuts. You taking the donuts too? No, please take the donuts. Didn't we say please take the donuts? No, I'm like please eat the donuts. You get, you told me there's an expi- a standing expiration date on the fifth. We need to get rid of them. <laughs> I think we will. I'll bring them to the. I'll bring them to Top Golf. No, we're just gonna be shouting out random ads, it's just so we. Can yeah. That's the year 2020. We will have sponsors. It'll happen. Well, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but yeah, we can do that. It's definitely a conversation. <laughs> All right. Wrestle Kingdoms this weekend. We're not going. One day we will, hopefully. Or maybe we'll just go to Japan just to get ramen. But, because <laughs> it's real ramen. KFC. What? I heard that KFC out there. KFC Japanese is KFC is the like, way she, um, Popeyes was crazy about this chicken sandwich. For real? KFC is like that in Japan. No shit. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a different formula than what they do. Uh-huh. And plus, you know, the Is way it like Harold's out there or something? I don't know. It, it would be Harold's to us. Oh, wow. Over there. That's they, what's up. And, well, I mean, America's getting everyone around the world fat. Just watch that episode on Netflix. Of who? Oh, yeah. He talked about how America's obesity is affecting the entire world now. Like, wow. It's pretty bad. It's we're, pretty all, bad. we're all, we're all, we're all fat. Well, not, well, I mean. It's, <laughs> Everyone's like, eh, I guess so. Half the wrestling community. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's just throw some shots there. <laughs> I take, put your sandwich down and listen to us on Spotify. <laughs> um, are we excited about Wrestle Kingdom? I'm trying to figure out, like, What's like? Do I go to sleep at like five? To wake up? Do I try to just power through it? Like, well, it's now split up into three. Well, two officially, but you count New Year's Dash three days. Three days. That's a lot. 
Okay. Is, I'm never really that crazy about the New Year's, the New Year's Dash, New Year's Eve Dash. It's always like four on four, five on five, well, three the, on three, and then there's like one twist at the end. Right. New Year's Dash makes always lets me feel like the Raw after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. You know, it's not. Not official, but yeah, like you said, returns happen, you know, something big usually at the end kind of sets up their year going forward. And I just feel like if we're not getting Shibata at Wrestle Kingdom, that's what's going to happen on New Year's Dash. Or does Kenny happen on New Year's Dash? That's a possibility. The AEW effect is still... Yeah, like AEW invades New Japan on New Year's Dash. That might be. That'll be huge. The elite or the elite, whatever you want to call it, since whatever whatever form of it that you call it. Since we know, since we gotta get the audience caught up, since we know that this whole we're not messing with them, they're not messing with us thing is just the ruse. And we've been we talked well, about it. And we've been taking it. I like it, but we've been taking. <laughs> okay, there's only one thing that gives me evidence that it might not be a ruse mm-hmm. from the beginning, and that's the change in leadership that's occurred in New Japan. Right. Um, that happened a few months ago, mm-hmm. and it could be just a different philosophy between leadership. Like, one leadership's like, nah, fam, we're not going to really mess with you like that. Next fam's like, mm, but we can get into the U.S. real easy if we do. <laughs> um, and half the people that we asked us to help us get in the U.S. are sitting in the AEW now anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a thing. I thought like they were looking at this whole um, a Ring of Honor thing like, mm, you know what? Oh, no. We got to get someone, some people to know what they do. This doing. isn't working. Right. <laughs> and then I think it's something I think we alluded to, I would say, a few months ago, that if there is ever going to be competition with WWE, people are going to have to get together to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's going to be able to do it on their own. You know, so that's if people really want to go at Vince. Who knows? I mean, that's... A lot of, a lot of pool right there. Well, here's the thing though. Like, even if you just want to have something on your own, if you get big enough, they're gonna take it personally. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna be petty. because you because you're so taking like, their money. Like, so you, so you still have to be ready for that. Yeah. Regardless if you don't even, even if you don't want to compete with them. Right? Correct. And I mean, that is what that is, you know. Because if you're taking any money out of their pocket, they're gonna have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the card is, I don't know. <laughs> the card is nice, but aside from I mean, they're doing this interesting thing with like the the Intercontinental Championship and like that whole thing is stretched over two days. So that there's got to be intrigue. I think outside of that, I'm really excited for Will Ospreay, mm-hmm. Takahashi. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to be the show stealer. <laughs> um, also, John Moxley. That match is going to be insane too. He's off a leash and over there in Japan. Yeah. Um, the Jericho Tanahashi thing kind of got intriguing with this new stipulation that he put out there. Right. That says you have a title shot if you know you beat me. You know what that means, right? Tanahashi's gonna win. Like people typically don't throw those kind of stipulations out there. Right. You know, it's kind of like the loser leaves type shit. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. if I don't win, 
<laughs> Excited for Cody Rose. <laughs> I will never, ever <laughs> go for the belt ever again. Or I'll leave if I can't beat you. Yeah. Those are those kind of stipulations. Um, I mean, there's Okada and Obushi, though, boy. That has that has potential to be something crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, crazy like Omega Okada, crazy. Because those are two guys that can really put it on. Um, and it's, you know, that's gonna be. It's just so much wrestling. I. I always questioned if like Wrestle Kingdom was too much, because like last year was like seven hours, something crazy. Yeah, it was. And that's the reason they're splitting into two, two five-hour days. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like. So when it starts, the so, day that I need to watch it. Starting Friday, <laughs> starting Friday in the middle of the night, it goes on. It feels like twenty-four hours until midday Sunday, something like that. Oh shit! Yeah, because it's three straight nights of wrestling. They split like basically think of WrestleMania was two days, and then you watch the Monday, after Monday night Raw well, afterwards. Well, that's all. Right. <laughs> um, but so there, I mean, I'm not four through eight the matches, and that's straight heat. Yeah, yeah, and that's just the first <laughs> night. That's just the first night. Yeah, with with Tonga. Yes, that's the first night. Lance Archer, Moxley. Yeah. Osprey and Takahashi. First night. Jay White and Naito. Yeah. Okada and Obushi. That's night one. Night mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with it. I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, the next night is when you get Tanahashi and Jericho. And then this weird double go dash where someone theoretically could walk out with both Intercontinental and the heavyweight championship. Right. And G. White has predicted for like eight months, it feels like, <laughs> that he's going to walk out that double champ. That match is going to be dope. I know you're going to be walking out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's going to be dope. Um, be interesting to see who comes out to challenge Juice Robinson. Or is that... That's the fourth match, yeah. That's the fourth, yeah. That's the fourth 60-minute light heavy or the heavyweight championship. Um... Kenta and Goto. So, and then either way, we have a dope match. They're gonna kick the shit out of each other. Yeah. Oh, that's just gonna be it. <laughs> you always gonna get one match guarantee where it's that's like cringe word. It's a double. So it's the heavyweight mm-hmm. and the intercontinental double championship match. At the Correct. End. Right. That's insane. So I, had to, I would have to go back that Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> and then just for fun, like the losers of the J. Wright Naito. We'll get the single match before. Like, whoever's the losers of those match makes another crazy match that you want to see right after it. Yeah. So, I mean, they've done well. You know, they've done well to set up a damn good card. Um, and usually, you know, this kind of starts off the year for wrestling. Um, properly. Properly. I mean, with heat. Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of sets the bar for the rest of the year. Uh, so... That'll be hot, and we'll probably talk more about that next week after it's happened. <laughs> but yes. um, now we're looking at New Year's resolutions for each wrestling promotion. Yeah, I figured that we wouldn't wait for them. No, that's perfectly fine. I think <laughs> this is a good time, and we're the right people to do it. And you got it in this order that I don't know if it was intentional, but it's pretty darn good. <laughs> <laughs> 
So let's start it off. ROH. I'm going to tell you right now. ROH's resolution is find a friend. No. My resolution is cash out before the first because you're done. No, that's what I'm saying. Find a friend. <laughs> find a basically friend. to, I would say, almost merge with. Mm-hmm. Something in that regard. They need to sell out completely. But the thing is, they have money. That's the funniest thing about ROH. What's ROH is owned by Sinclair, which is a cable company. <laughs> they have a ton of money. In this day and age with the politics about it, Sinclair is getting a bad rap about it, too. So nobody's going to want to... It's cool to have all the money in the world, but if nobody... Look at the Bulls. What the? You have all the money in the world, and nobody wants to play for the Chicago Bulls. So usually when a cable channel has a wrestling promotion, it's, it's supposed to be, like, guaranteed, like... Um, um, advertiser money for them. Correct. But the show has to do well enough to to, to draw those views. So it may not be find a friend. It may be convince your <laughs> convince your ownership that you're still worth sticking around. It's right because it, it could be a situation where they could just be interested in buying another promotion. That's what that's what you got to do. They need an office. They need a back office. Yeah, a legit one. Because every time a situation, we were talking about this last week, with like how they just like all of a sudden like contracts lapse and they don't know what's going on. Um, they need a dedicated, they need some dedicated people in the office that have to handle some things for them. Agreed. Contracts, they need lawyers, they need... They just need a full-fledged front office. Yeah. <laughs> Hire from outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with the partnership, that's what they should be looking for. They should be worried about their product. Mm-hmm. Or their talent, they have some of the best talent that you know, so on this side of the pond. Do they still have this that talent? Because oh. think of all the people who just bounced or rum- rumored to bounce. Who who's next? Is Roosh staying or leaving? He hasn't said. No word from Roosh, hmm. but he hasn't he hasn't stepped foot in ROH ring since Final Battle, and they've done a set of tapings. He's been hanging out in Mexico. That's a sweet cinnamon Kit Kat. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my I wouldn't call it even concern. It's just like that's that's what we need to know first. Right. Who's actually staying? You know, I I wouldn't say if I was Shane Taylor after getting outed, <laughs> basically. Um and I definitely don't think I don't know. It seems like they're putting the back of the company on PCO. Which is not necessarily a bad thing, considering how over he is. Right. Um, Marty's gone. I don't care what anybody says. Yep. Because if Marty had a chance to be an ROH, he wouldn't have been booked the way he's been booked for the last three months. Just at all. No. You know what I'm saying? Even Dolph Ziggler, when he was, you know, teasing, leaving, not leaving was booked better than Marty Scroll was yeah. in that time period. Still is. Right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there are other names out there, like Brody King. There's mystery surrounding him because he hasn't really done, wrestled much. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, they, they have no women's division. I mean, there's, a, there's, there's having a shitty women's division and there's having no women's division. Yeah, they don't have like Like, you couldn't even, you, at your biggest event of the year, could not even put together a women's title match. You couldn't even do it. No. If you wanted to. So that's just insane. Um, as I said, like they 
And then now there's talk about the Briscoes. People are concerned about what they want to do. They got to answer a bunch of questions before. That's why I say find a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, talk to MLW or something like that. It's somebody who seems to have their act together, both on the management side and the wrestling side. Yeah, definitely. I see. They, they need something on the management side. That's what they need. Yeah. You know, when you get to something, get to a place where not even, like, I don't say not even, but, you know, like, NWA, they won't play with them no more. NWA would rather sit in a studio in Atlanta <laughs> and, and tape shows than, you know, do anything with ROH. Right. Which is telling. So that's what we're going to say about ROH. Go find a friend, or, as Ray would say, cash in. Cash, cash your chips in. Cash out. You know, let let wrestlers go, go do what they want to do. It's cable programming. I'm sure you can bounce back real quick. Triple <laughs> <laughs> A wrestling, Max Equal. Interesting. They're doing some amazing things that no one knows anything about. Wow. Doing some things no and people need to be talking about. Yeah. Find, find a friend that. Ring of Honor should be looking for, but cash out, give it to, refer that friend to Triple I like the fact that, you know saying, they're keeping things open with AEW, and you even have uh, Keto Omega, who's a title holder with Triple A right now. Um, uh, they need this, they need some returns on their favors. They were slotted to do a Madison Square Garden show back in September. It didn't work out because they didn't sell enough tickets. They sold out, they Barely sold out the venue that's across the street from uh, MSG that probably sits around a little less than 10. Okay. Um, but their pay-per-view did no buys. Like zero? Zero. Like wood? Yeah. Like they got wood? Like, <laughs> like they, you went wood. <laughs> and the replays did not even target, the replays didn't even have any, um, there were no Latinos. In their in their replays, what do you mean? for their target demographic, like oh wow, so it's all U.S. Yeah, so they're not whatever they're doing, they're not they're not doing it. Correctly. They're not hitting the right notes. Yeah, they're not breaking into this market um, carefully, and I think like the, um, their partnership with AEW is like the best thing that they go on. They need to kind of expand on that. They're definitely doing them a favor. They're also working with Impact a lot. Have a lot of their stars come down to Mexico and do things. Um, Killer Cross was just down there recently, and then yeah, now that he has his, which is weird because he has his freedom, mm-hmm. but I think his freedom is subjected to outside of the U.S. for like a certain period of time. It seems because his first bookings it's not so February, right? So it seems like they gave him like sixty days or something like that, but he could still wrestle in AAA or mm-hmm. whatever. And he like he even had problems getting back. It was like almost like a, a Saudi Arabia situation okay. again. There's like a whole bunch of wrestlers were having trouble getting back from Mexico, so they need to they need to stop with the one foot in, one foot out, and kind of just go all in. Now they lost Kane Velasquez because well, he yeah, he got bought basically. Right, that's what made words. Um, and they're not associated with CMLL, are they? No, that might be their friend they need to hit up. It might be the CMLL is just, is picking up people that they don't even want to work with anymore. They're kind of being butthurt right now. True. That's what I'm saying. Mutual problem, you know, mutual issues, you know, need to, you know, kind of get there. Impact. Impact, honestly, keep doing what you do. Yeah. I don't have a problem with Impact. 
You know, they don't seem to want to. They, they're not trying to compete. You know, they're not tra- TNA trying to compete with WWE no more. Stay in your lane. You know, they're doing a damn good job from where they are. Yeah, they are. And, and the thing about it is, is that I feel like with the deal with Access uh, Television, that was like the reset button. And that yeah. was like not too long ago. Yeah. And you can't really say they've done anything bad since then. No. They got a happy locker room. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, some. And Walter Russell in his underwear, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Walter wrestled at the Logan Square Auditorium. Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. In his underwear, barefoot, which is still very intimidating. <laughs> He's still kicking ass. <laughs> I, and then we thought he was twenty something. Who told I, us that? Like? I did. I did. <laughs> Everything I said <laughs> in ni- 2019 has been wrong. So I'm fine. <laughs> Good. Anybody's ready for 2020 me. <laughs> Everything I said in 20. We're turning the corner. <laughs> All right. Yeah, in fact, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being creative. You know, like that throwback night, yeah. which felt like kind of a parody, but if it was, it was damn well done. So That was awesome. Um, I would just say for them, like, keep doing what they're doing. The other thing I like that they've been doing is um, how they've been working. I don't know if they're working with, like, other, like, any promotions, but they definitely have a presence here in Chicago mm-hmm. with our any promotions here. And um, I, I appreciate it because <laughs> it's giving them more to do and more to sink their teeth into. Um, there are more opportunities. If I say one thing to impact, put the te- belt on Tessa or don't. She either get off the pot. Yeah. Period. Because that stuff can only last so long. Do what you need to do to keep that star, because that's probably the biggest star you have in the company. Mm-hmm. Keep LeBron in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. New Japan? Can you say it off? Yeah. Be very careful with your expansion out west. And I would say that, you know, the fervor that came with the New Japan U.S. wrestling, you know, like their little announcement, Mm -hmm. be very careful that you're not going to think that you're smarter than people here when you've been king Mm -hmm. out out east. You know, there's going to be a lot of powers in play that are going to try to knock their shit down. Mm -hmm. So I would say... Be wary, you know, try to be smart about it. And if anything, if you can turn this AEW thing into a positive, if there's a marriage between the two, that would be great seeing their wrestlers come over here. The elite. Yeah. Um, and everybody who left to start AEW, I feel like I still need Japan's friends. Right. So they still need to foster that friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever they have to do. Um, we were talk. We talked about this a few episodes back about the cultural differences. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they do need to heed that warning. Yep. As well, because they don't want to bring controversy controversy from there to here. Right. They What's acceptable step, over they there? They take a step in the right direction. It seems um, by um, buying out stardom and trying to establish that they're willing to work with women. Um, that is my one thing for New Japan. Mm-hmm. Do right by stardom. Yeah. Everything else, I'm not really, I'm not going to say I don't care about, mm-hmm. but I'm indifferent. Like, if you have a relationship with AEW, that's cool. If you don't, I don't care. Because I think New Japan will be fine with or without AEW. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It'd be interesting from a U.S. perspective, mm-hmm. but from what they've been doing in Japan, if they just keep doing what they're doing, I'm cool with it. Right. But I do feel they need to do right by start. You know, start being smart and when it comes to a global scale. Right. Because globally, women's wrestling is a thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, 
if you're gonna cash that check, you know, yeah. cash it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't just hold on to it because you didn't want Vince McMahon to buy it. Right. So, Amen. Amen to that. Uh, what do we have next? AEW. Please refer to episode seventy one. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like we can skip that one. <laughs> Please refer to episode seventy one, sixty four, any other time that I've had a beef with it. Just you know, we said a lot about AEW. Just listen. That's it. Just listen. It seems like they're doing it. Let's yeah. Give them that. I will give them that. We'll, we'll touch base on their list. And because it seemed like all this shit came up after we aired out our grievances, and all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you. New things popped up. You're bugged. We're bugged. Wow. Where'd you get this fucking mic from, man? <laughs> I got it from Best Buy. Oh, yeah. it. What did I get? It was something that popped up. Mm-hmm. Didn't I get this, like, right after the wedding? Right after the wedding. With like the, one of the thousand the, the the gift cards you got? Oh, there was a Best Buy gift card. And Alberto gave me a Best Buy gift card because he thought I was gonna buy a TV. It's like, oh, you just gave us a TV. Oh, I don't need another TV. I need a mic. All I need is one mic. NXT. Consistency. Like I just be consistent. I think I put slash NXT slash NXT UK. Well, yeah. I would say don't get complacent because I feel. One of my big, and I, I said this when this whole getting live started, of emptying all their bullets. I feel like, I don't feel like we're reaching that point, mm-hmm. but you could definitely tell the clip is not as full as it used to be. Right. Well, there's a lot of the stuff, a lot of their people okay. that are injured too. What I'm saying, like, but they're, you know, certain things that they're doing, I feel like they're doing kind of quicker than they would have if they weren't on live on Wednesday nights. Like, Rhea Ripley winning the title mm-hmm. happened sooner. Because that would have happened at a takeover a year ago. Like, if, if it was, this scenario was in place. But, and let's take into effect the next takeover is in what? Royal Rumble weekend? Nope. No, they got rid of it because it's a world's collide now. There's no so announced takeover. Well, actually, no, no, they there's did. There's another takeover coming like, up. I want to like, say it's Rumble week, or Mania weekend. Yeah, I think. Mania might, might be Mania. Mania weekend because it's going to happen by full sale. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, I mean, you got that, but it's like, it seems like NXT has kind of got the their pay-per-view, unless they're somehow involved with anything that's going on with the main, the, with Raw or SmackDown on the pay-per-views. You're looking at a quarterly pay-per-view just like AEW. Yeah. Well, I definitely, they're going to be involved with the Royal Rumble big time. For sure. We'll, we'll save our prediction for that later. Mm-hmm. Um, and our feelings for it, because I'm kind of mixed at it. Because, yeah, you bring NXT in, but now you just kicked a whole bunch of people to the back anyway. <laughs> so I mean, that's what they do all the time, and they didn't have NXT knocking on their door before. Right, right. <laughs> so. But I, I would say you got to do something better with uh, NXT UK. Exactly. You can't that's, just, the, that's where they focus has to be. You lose that UK brand just because you're taking all of them and putting them on US TV and stuff like that. It's not going to be good. That's great. I feel like I, I want to say it felt like to me when NXT was on the network and it was just Raw and SmackDown. For some reason, there was always like this disconnect, like as if they can't really talk about what was happening on NXT. Like you know, maybe it's like something in the contract that said you can't divert this viewership from you know. Saying That's probably happened. just because Vince didn't want anybody talking about it because it's supposed to be perceived as a developmental league coming out. So do you ever hear the majors talk about? 
Like in baseball, do you ever hear them talk about the minor league unless it's a hard shot rookie? Right. Yeah, they don't give a shit. And they're trying to kick them out anyway in Major League Baseball right now. They're trying to get rid of them. But league. I feel like ever since NXT made its way to USA, that they've been more, you know, saying more open to talk about what's happening on You're the right. network. So you still have this network that's still costing you money. Mm-hmm. The one thing that was great about the network is now in USA. You made a second incarnation of it in the UK. I think it's time to start pumping something into that brand for multiple reasons. The main reason is that you don't you want to kind of eliminate that talk about how you guys killed, you know, saying the the UK, you know, it's an independent scene, and you want to, you know, so can you show can show people that there's something great going on there, mm-hmm. just like it's great here, like the next see that brand has to be more than just those two hours that they're on TV. Yeah, you know, it was, it was great that they got the TV deal. But think about, you know, saying before that, what they wanted the NXT brand to be. It needs to carry over to the UK. And wherever else you want to wherever else you want to expand, it has to mean something everywhere that it shows up. Because they talked about what? India? China? Well, Japan? Japan was supposed to be. But they're not going to get anywhere in Japan. But... I think Australia I think it's on their map too. Australia has to be. Because well, yeah, Australia they, they has a lot of people down there. And they that. fostered their relationship when they did that super showdown down in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. So there is potential. But that was a year and a half ago. Still, you still have that relationship. I, you don't. You, you can't tell me that Austra- Australia's girls a few euros are way. A well, few bucks are, you know, W. The thing w- about w- the Australian deal is that they did that because of Ronda Rousey. Okay. Because the last time Ronda Rousey was there, she got knocked the fuck out by Holly Holm. Mm-hmm. You remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Poor Emily. So is Emily? Poor Emily. Who was the, there? Were some other people there. Who's there? Your daughters. Yeah. No, they didn't care. <laughs> no, because I left right before she got knocked out. We had. Yeah. I was introducing her to the people. The people. The, the uh, groomsmen to be. <laughs> it was fun. And then I got the text message. Damn, look what you missed. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there for 20 minutes in the downtown Emporium, just like, <laughs> I knew she was going to get beat up. It, I, I said, you guys are putting too much stock into this. Just remember these two words, Buster Douglas. Yeah. Well, Hasim. Hasim. <laughs> All these guys, when they go overseas or try to do something different outside of their... They're zone. It's a two-piece and a Coke. NXT should just become a global brand. Yes. And their shows should feature matches from separate places. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. Good call, NXT. You have some matches from the UK. You have some matches from the US. If you're starting to branch out, do so. You know, and then your takeover is you can bring everybody to town. That's worlds collide right there. And play games. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying that, that would be a scenario I put together for now. That's actually really good to me. Because you have all these hours, of, you have hours of programming. We have two on USA. I guess you're giving one to the UK. Is that what we're doing now? I haven't watched the UK in a while. I can't lie. I, I watched your takeovers. That's about it. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's one of the network. The network shows an hour, though, right? But that, yeah. would, that would be cool, because if you do it, like he said, you can bring the stars on the TV for USA to meet those numbers. Mm-hmm. Then you can focus your UK, your Australia, wherever you branch out to, 
you can focus that show on the talent that's there. Then you can go ahead and cross over talent like Finn Balor over to the UK where you know he's going to get a, a huge pop to put that team over. Cesaro. Cesaro putting them over everywhere. I mean, you can do so much mm-hmm. with the talent that you have in NXT to promote that brand across. And then you allow them to keep maintain their strength. For sure. Because, you know, some get pushed to the side because just, you know, if you're on one show, not everybody could be at the top. Right, right. You know, Finn might not be the main event on NXT every night, but if he walks over to UK, he's automatic. Mm-hmm. Look, look, look at the pop that he got for the takeover. For yeah. the injury filling. You know, so stuff like that. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I, I would argue probably Walter popping up after the Pete Dunn match. That was... Uh, <laughs> That was an immense game. Yeah, they, they lost their minds. Then <laughs> I lost it too. I had no idea who I, Walter was, but I was like, oh. So who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> then watching all the pictures, like, uh, what's her name? Kimber last kick. That one picture that she had of Walter mm-hmm. caving in somebody's chest mm-hmm. and all the skin just looks like it's a symbiote. <laughs> it's like, ow! It's not good. Yeah. WWE. I'll yell at the end. <laughs> you know they're listening. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Vince, you got your ears on? <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. This is the one I needed to take time to think about. Because it's a bunch of stuff that... It has to be more than just the complaints. One thing. Get back to basics. Get back to basics. They're doing too much shit. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do too much shit. Right. They're not doing much of anything right now. They have no direction. That's why I kind of put in the thought process of authority figures. Mm-hmm. Because I think last year they got it wrong by removing authority figures the G- completely. The GMs. Yeah. Right. You know, they thought, you know, because they were authority figures and no one liked the McMahons the people just didn't like authority figures no they just didn't like you <laughs> I mean that's what it came down to right like everybody was still a fan you know fan of Paige being you know and they could have had somebody else for Raw you know that's why I say that get back to that kind of thing mm-hmm. where the belts were important you're the focus of your programming you didn't back in the day. You didn't have title shots every fifteen seconds, right? You know, so that way your pay per views meant something. Like the whole formula is just like right now, because they're trying so much shit. Mm-hmm. They're trying the sensationalism with the Lana and the Rusev thing. You know, the Kane Velasquez, you know, Tyson Fury thing, and that's for Fox, right? You know what I'm saying? And just everything else that they seem to be doing, they just like tossing, keep throwing spaghetti at the wall. They just gave Cien Almas the U.S. title in a house show. That happens though. I, I can't complain about that. Madison Square Garden. And that's Madison. That's not a house show. That's Madison Square Garden. But they have done house show wins with the second tier title. That should tell you how meaningless this fucking title is on your flagship show. Well, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That's that's well, the problem. How about this? He won the title on the show, and do we give a fuck? No, 
And that's a shame. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't care. <laughs> that's an absolute fucking shame. Like, if that had happened two years ago, that'd have been like wrestling news. That he wanted a house show. Like we're familiar. This well, does happen. Well, I mean, two years ago, AJ Styles beat um, Kevin Kevin Owens for that same title. Yeah, but that was it. Was a story. Yeah, the same spot. So yeah, it was a story, right? Not just some random one-off in Madison Square Garden. At what point do you stop appeasing the fans for uh, house shows and start paying attention to your shitty storylines on TV? Because you just had Rey Mysterio fighting Seth Rollins for it. On TV with a disqualification, which ruins your storyline now because now you can't use that next Monday. Well, that's that's why I say get back to basics because a WWE has been throwing away storylines like their old underwear for the past year mm-hmm. plus. You know where there's a storyline they have going. Daniel Bryan's big announcement being one never happened. I got this big announcement. We'll make a Manson announcement. Nope. Didn't do it. Uh-oh. Oh. Is that a problem? Is this a problem? Um. Mine would be focus on your talent. Your Alistair Blacks, your Buddy Murphys, your Mustafa Ali's, your Cedric Alexander's, everything like that because you're going to you go into the same New Year with the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. You're gonna lose the war. What war? There's gonna be more. It's gonna flip on. But I'm gonna say, but you keep giving here for everything AEW wants to sit there and say we're not the other brand. They keep using more and more shots at them because they keep getting copious amount of ammunition from these dumbasses on Monday nights. Friday Night Smackdown was one of the more enjoyable Smackdowns I've seen in a very long time. True. Even though they could have kept the Braun dancing. <laughs> that was. Well, that's always going to happen at the end of the year. Yeah. I know that. I mean, it was good. It, it feel good show. Because it, it. But was I'm saying it just. You basically just turned Braun Strowman into the Big Show by doing that. Mm-hmm. At least the Big Show won a couple titles though at this point. But yeah, he won a couple titles after before he started goofing the fuck off though. You know, but it's just you know that's why, and I'll say the same thing with these guys. You know, like you said, go back to the basics, but just be consistent when you go back. Yeah. So my thing is, now that I had a chance to think about it, because we gave him the ammunition. Yeah. We feeded him. Listen to, <laughs> listen to the talent. I was say, oh, don't say those words. Don't say those words. <laughs> don't say those words. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Listen to your talent. What does the talent say? They're saying different things. The thing is, is that these are things that they should be having conversations with them first before they show up on social media. Do you understand? That's something you got to get under control too. Leverage and all of that. But they're either going to be facing a situation where you're going to have a flood of people who either want to leave the company... Or you're going to have a bunch of quote-unquote disposable cash that you're going to give up trying to sign everybody to keep them from going other places. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of the cases, talent only really wants one or two simple little things. I agree and disagree. 
You can't listen to all the talent. Because all the talent wants to shine. Period. Okay, so on that level, I'm not worried about that part. Like, that's the whole... That's 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 been, you know, wrestling up until this point, you know? But seeing all the people who either care about money or care about actually wrestling and for them to at this one point in time boast that they have so many different agents in the back you know saying that are employed and we got um 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 mr parks and we got hurricane back there they got they the warrior back there you know what i'm saying like but we um but we know this all comes down to one person exactly and that's and, and that's and that's the only person that needs to hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that person hasn't heard that message in like 50 years. I think you're talking into the wind on that. <laughs> I'm dead serious on that. I mean, I, I understand. but We'll I mean, see what happens when the XFL really starts going. Right. And Vince cannot, because there's only 24 hours in a fucking day, mm-hmm. cannot spend as much time with the WWE as he's been doing. I think we'll have that like right after Rumble. When, like, the XFL starts. Right. Where he literally cannot sit there and be like, well, I'm going to go to Raw. Well, you got a game. Your first set of games. What are you going to do? hmm <laughs> Like, he's not. So, I think what you're more asking, and this is my opinion based on what you're saying, mm-hmm. he needs to trust the people that's already there. Right. To just run the fucking show. And he hasn't done that yet. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't trust Heyman to just run raw. I don't think he ever gave Eric Bischoff a chance to run SmackDown. No. You know, and all these agents back there, they're basically just middlemen, you know, to pass on messages that come down to wrestlers. That, I mean, I don't know the agent world completely, but that's what it feels like it is. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be. You know, so... How much voice do they really have in us on scenario? Eh. You know, some people have pull. I don't think anybody in WWE right now mm-hmm. has the pull to walk into Vince's office and say, I want to do this and walk out the door and do it. Right. I think the closest people that we have is maybe Randy. I mean, Ali got away with it with his promos, but I'm just saying, like, other than that, mm-hmm. that list is small. Right. You know, I mean, and Brock just does what he brocks, you know. <laughs> but as I said, the days of Cena are over. You know, the days of all these big stars who were able to walk into Vince's office and be like, yo, I want to do this. And Vince get excited, be like, yeah, I fucking do it. Mm-hmm. He, he's, I don't know if it's the competition. I don't know if it's what it is, but it seems like. The WWE is throwing a desperate product out there right now. Right, it's all reactionary. And it's trying to please way too many people. Mm-hmm. You know, let Fox, let SmackDown please Fox. What, whatever they want to do to justify their billion dollars, fine. I don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? I would focus my creativity on Raw. Because you have more to play with there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you don't have a specific guideline that Fox. You know, USA just wants ratings. They don't really care what you put out there as long as you don't show a titty or something. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it seems like it is. But Fox Fox has their hand all up in it. And for a billion dollars, I would too. Right. 
No, we expected that. That's why I was talking about from the beginning. Like, you're not going to expect them to just sit there quietly and let you just do what you want to do on their network with their money. No way. <laughs> it, more, more, more of that kind of bowing down needs to happen. They need to do whatever they need to do to stop, to stop from them you know, from either opening up their paycheck so much, or letting these guys leave. That's all I'm saying. Whatever that is, because I don't feel like whenever somebody complains and whenever there's a resolution, those guys that are in the middle, you never hear about them. You never hear their side of the story. It's almost like they're just there, not doing, they're not doing a job. <laughs> you right there? They also have to do right by their women's division as well. Yeah, they had to stop letting them fend for themselves all the damn time. Not even fend for themselves, like. Have a plan, stick to the plan, one, elevate them. One thing that pissed me off about SmackDown Carmella versus Mandy. That was some mid 2000s shit. Two women who have, were never wrestlers before they came into WWE mm-hmm. looked like it in like a 5 to 10 minute match when you got legit fucking wrestlers back in the back you know what I'm saying right and that, that and I'm not even knocking Carmella or Mandy I'm saying put them in better situations right put them in the ring with the Beckys of the world and the Bayleys of the world so they get better Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That match looked like crap. <laughs> I'm just being real. Right. I mean, it was a good show, like you said. You know, pretty much from top to bottom. But that just stuck out like, bruh. And they're already teasing the breakup between Sonya and Mandy, which doesn't make any sense because you have them very prominently featured on their YouTube videos, Demandy's Donuts, <laughs> almost weekly. Well, weekly. So it's just K-Fape's like, dead dude <laughs> I mean but It's a Fucking commitment To the fucking thing. I mean that's not them though I mean that's That's no, that's yeah. Bandy or whatever yeah, Right yeah. there Cause they They have to do something For themselves If it wasn't for that Yeah if not then This is what you do When you have A shitty contract With an independent contract You have to find A second job Right up Hey don't dope though Ask his Ask dope too That's just fun But I don't know do it right. Go back to basics. Do whatever Ray says. I'm, I'm, I don't want to give him any fucking advice. By ROH? By ROH. Do something with it. Merge it with Impact. Just stop. <laughs> How about this? Leave the right here. Here's your 2020 resolution. Focus on the XFL. Leave the wrestling to people with capable hands. And that's it. And what else do we have? Chicago. We have resolution for Chicago? What do we want to see happen here? Grow, baby, grow. Lori Lightfoot. Find a way. To put her through a table. (laughs) That's what it takes. (laughs) Find a way to bring... More wrestling back in the city limits. It's hard. 
Nothing. It's I'm just saying. Find a way. How? You're going to have to repeal tax laws that just went into effect before she took office. <sighs> the Strange shit. The tax that we're getting charged from PS4 games now. <laughs> hey, that's, that's the shit that you got to deal with. Yeah. The, the escalated amusement taxes. Yeah. Then there's a fucking water fee and all this extra shit. Not to mention the fucking Teamsters for sure. For setting up these events, it's almost something. I'm not, not saying it's gonna be easy. <laughs> I'm just right. saying. If they haven't done um, it, because since WrestleMania win, what did you say? No, that was SummerSlam '93. SummerSlam '93. If they haven't done it since '93, and that was when a daily was in office. This is the same jagoff that sold the fucking meters for right. 60 years to uh, what's that group? Last comp- last parking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For money they've already made back within the first 10. So everything's profit for the next 50 years. Or, four, or 30 years. Because it's a 40 year deal. You gotta be fucking kidding me. They're not gonna do anything. It's not gonna benefit. If it doesn't have, If it's not gonna benefit the city of Chicago, they're gonna do. Man, we're shit. just throwing out resolutions, man. Not predictions. <laughs> no, what I'm saying. It would be not. That's more wishful thinking than it is a resolution. Think of ways to broaden your audience. Yeah. Where it's just not just this Logan Square Auditorium that you can sell out. There's other capable arenas too. Yeah. Shit, you could you know how many people you can put in a fucking Windy City Fieldhouse down the street? A lot. A few. You could. That's an entire warehouse. Yeah. All you have to do is get stadium seating, which you can rent. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, places within the city. I mean, you got USC. Prev- or what do they call that shit now? Cat, Credit One Arena or some shit like that? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Um, Credit Union uh, Arena or yeah. some shit like that. Some stupid shit. Credit Union One, is that what it's called, babe? Yeah, she doesn't annoy me, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's lots of places. Mm-hmm. And there's always this rumored new stadium that's going to be multi-purpose facility. That they're talking about building, but who knows. Yeah. I, I just That was the one that was supposed to be at the Lincoln Yards. Yeah. And that shit got shut down. I don't know. It was supposed to be a soccer stadium. But a multi-purpose one. But that, that just got shut down already. As a person who would love to see WrestleMania come back to Chicago, I'm not saying it's ever going to happen. It's cool. I would like to see an effort. <laughs> I mean, and this is not just about WrestleMania. This is about, you know, potential other big events that could come. Put that shit in the expansion for over here. Rosemont will do that shit. Rosemont right. will, right, right. will create a stadium like that. No, no questions asked. SummerSlam will be at Toyota Park. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, if there is Chicago for a resolution, just find a way to bring more wrestling into the city limits. I mean, we got a good amount at the Logan Square Auditorium now. Oh, another resolution. People stop fucking with shit that's around Logan Square Auditorium. Yeah. No, that's not American. But that's Chicago, baby. You think, you think Chicago <laughs> but that shit just started happening. That, that's the fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sure there's been... It just happened to be the biggest guy in the fucking building. That <laughs> <laughs> you stole his shit. And then, you know, I mean, it's happened before. It's, it's just happened. nobody... Do you want to be the fucking wrestler that says that all my shit got stolen while I was outside? No. no. It just happened to the biggest motherfucker there, and then he had to wrestle in his underwear. And he so still cute. pulled it off. So, it's so just, cute. It is what it is. He's a professional. No, stop. <laughs> no, warrior wrestling needs to stop handing out flyers outside of freelance and just commit to an incredible campaign to get people out to Mont Carmel. <laughs> 
Come on, Carl. They almost had me. Mm -hmm. They almost had me with the Osprey thing, but then it's like, why? You got somebody live streaming it. Oh. I just saved myself it an hour. Fah. I just dropped off my daughter out there. It's fah. <laughs> I can't. I On a Saturday afternoon, it was an hour there and an hour back. <laughs> it's not fun. I don't. I don't like. I don't like. We did that road trip to North Carolina. We'll never fucking do it again. But then I let somebody else. We let somebody else drive to St. Louis. That's not a problem. I just played DJ. That's, that's not a problem. That's in my bag. You're in your bag. <laughs> what do you want to listen to? I got everything. I got four hours worth of music. We're good. I'm probably gonna make that drive one day. To North Carolina, not like no, no, no. <laughs> North Carolina, what? No, no, no. North Carolina is too close to West Virginia. And There's too no close internet. To no internet, no cell phone service. We're not doing that no more. We don't even know if this is Gerard. Might be some white boy that I took him over. Man. As long as, he, as, <laughs> as long as he doesn't pull up and start running and then immediately make a sharp right turn, <laughs> I think we're okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean. It would be Chicago deserves its flowers. Especially the independent scene is huge here. Well, especially because you've been using our name. Yeah. Yeah. False flagging and shit. They're like AEW live from Chicago. Fuck you. We drove forty five minutes. Right. Bro, we hit three fucking tolls to get to you. Right. We don't hit. You know, ROH bound for glories in Chicago, bruh. Yeah. That's why I hope this show, this next show, comes off. Pretty, pretty well, it sold out in like what? It felt like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the show that we tried to get into for February. For it sold out like boom. I tried using that pre-sale code, mm-hmm. but then they told me it was not available. Then when I finally got in, it was only selling the two the one hundred level tickets, which were about two hundred and forty a ticket. I was like this. Well, I guess I'm stealing it illegally. Just, you know, that's just life. So yeah, I hope for the success of this show, and I hope for the success of the potential professional wrestling takeover of C2E2, oh. and convincing the higher the, 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 the powers that be that more events like this need to happen, that they are profitable, <laughs> that they are wanted. Okay. And I agree. And, and this, going back to your point about how challenging it is to throw a show in here in Chicago. It is. Just their financial obligations. Then why is AEW doing it? Or how are they doing it, should I say? They're latching on to the C2E2. But I'm saying the same expenses are there. Yeah, but you can get away with selling the cheap seats for 20 bucks and making making those... I think think a con is involved. I mean, they... The cons have a history in Illinois, period. Correct. But this is the point I mean. Whatever the cons did to do win trust... McMahon can do to do the United Center. He's trying to put all his money in the XFL. He ain't trying to try to. I, I get you. Because mm-hmm. the United Center is very hard to pull his shows right now for them, too. They're struggling. They had Erica Badu and Nas non sellout. Regardless of what year it is, Erica yes. Badu is still a queen. Yeah. Right. Nas is still throwing out dope bars whenever he gets mm-hmm. the mic. He's got Cadillac. Didn't sell out. You you're barely getting these shows that are selling out there. It's, it's and it's all, getting it's harder and harder. Smaller venues, the metro. Yeah, of course. All of that. Of course. You can get away with throwing Nazan over at the metro or at the rib. Yeah. And you'd be straight. But you try doing these bigger, bigger stadiums. They've expanded it now, and even more so with the atrium and everything. 
it, yes, it would be a great event to have there because you can do a fan fest in the summer. Mm-hmm. You do SummerSlam at the United Center now. You can do exactly what um, they did for the Big Ten tournament in March, how they convert the entire half of the parking lot into a fan festival. Well, the WWE is not going to do SummerSlam at the United Center because they want these huge-ass fucking stadiums. That's the problem. They got more more... Look at what they did last year in the fucking cold. But now we have another company, another interim company that may be interested in doing those, provided that this show... This show has to be... Well, I mean, oh, that show's going to be electric. It's going to be... I mean, I've been inside Wintrust once. Mm-hmm. It's small. But it's loud. Right. And they, they did that for more so DePaul than anything else, but this is good to have. Correct. So long as if, if this show is busting at the seams, then it's going to be a good idea next time to look into... Bigger arena. Bigger arena. Bigger arena. Then it goes to Allstate. <laughs> I don't think they're touching Rosemont. I no. think that's the biggest reason. Why? Because Rosemont has such a big deal with WWE hosting. They just hosted Survivor Series the yeah. entire weekend. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't think they want to touch anything WWE is because that's going to be hard to go with. Speaking of that, I don't know how much longer WWE is going to do shit like that. Like that whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Because you were still able to get tickets night of for each of those events. Right. Well, we already know Survivor Series is a major one, so we're probably not, we're probably not getting a takeover there anymore. No. No, that's it. We're done. Which sucks. But, I mean, I'm all for making it a better show if you can focus. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not watching just a one-off between Cassius Ono and Keith Lee... Which would be a good match, right? But I'm not watching that on a major card. Rather than I want to see some gold on the line right. on a major pay per view, which right. is what I thought would happen. We still have yet to see it. Tables, ladders, and chairs was kind of. It was bad. It was horrible. It was good for the first 30, 40 minutes, and then it just <laughs> took a fucking massive shit. I mean, but there—that's why I feel like I mean WWE more than any other promotion kind of needs. Authority figures. And I know I keep coming back to that point because they need direction. Right. Like, literal, like, storyline direction. And even when things are a mess, you can still fall back on an authority figure role. You know, because we get nonsensical matches all the fucking time now. And we got no reason why matches are going on. At least authority figure, but like, I just feel like it. And they were like, well, he felt like it. And right. then, <laughs> you know, like Teddy Long used to do all the fucking time. We're going to have a tag team match. All right, fine. Right. <laughs> you know, and, we know something about and like every single, like going back when it comes to story figure in WWE, every major storyline that they've had in their history has had an authority figure at its point. You know, Austin McMahon, even Becky Lynch. You know, they had the Ronda Becky thing for a while, mm-hmm. but it was kicked up a notch. When Stephanie and Triple H got involved. Oh, for sure. Right. You know what I'm saying? Daniel Bryan. Fucking, you know, fucking with Triple H. You know what I'm just saying? Like, we go back and forth. But the moment they took all that away, everything just kind of went into a stupid mess. And it looked like everybody's doing in business for themselves. For no reason whatsoever. Right. Like, you know, now there's this rumored dog food match. It's two, It's going to be 2020. We're going to have a fucking dog food match. <laughs> it's 2020, and we got, like, 
basically Lana, you know, it feels like we're going to get to a point where Lana's in a cage above the fucking ring. I'm just saying, like... Lana on a pole. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> elf on a shelf? <laughs> you know? But I'm just saying, that's, that's, a, that's the type of storyline we got right now. And it's, they wonder why ratings suck. I'm just saying but ratings scheme to suck almost all the way across the board right now for everybody. No, that's why it makes me worry. Is there too much wrestling about right now? We at, we we asked that question very early on this whether when they announced it, it's like how much wrestling is too much wrestling? Because and that's at some why point there's going to be a fatigue part. I felt it a month ago when I didn't watch wrestling for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I felt it over the last two weeks myself. I was just like, it's like I got too much to do. Well, it's the holiday season too. But I, it wasn't just that I had too much to do. I wasn't aching to go watch it. Are you ever aching to go watch wrestling? There, there have been moments where it's like, I can't wait, you know, to see, you know, what happens next. Wrestle Kingdom for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, Wrestle Kingdoms, I'm excited for. I'm not as excited than I was last year for it, to be yeah. frank. But I that know was, it's going to show up. That final match, though, right? Right. At Wrestle Kingdom? Yeah. Um, so that's the thing, though, because I haven't, I don't really... Cause I'm, I'm I'm not a subscriber to any cable or anything like that, so I don't watch it. <laughs> right. So, so don't feel it's like I do. You know, kind of watch like some of the other stuff that shows up on the internet. But like, you can watch a whole episode of Raw through through Bleacher Report. We talked about that last week. <laughs> so you can watch you can Bleacher Report. Literally watch it. You can get graded, graded. Yep. The reactions, and you can see the fans' reaction. And, and you can watch, you them. can follow your Twitter. Yeah. And pretty much get you know a play by player and enough clips to get. An understanding of what happened. Exactly. Just make sure you're following the right people. No, of course. I mean, don't, don't follow. Don't follow the stands. So basically, like all the Adam Cole stuff from Survivor Series weekend and like the the Rhea Ripley stuff. I mean, that's the stuff that I went out of my way to go back and watch. That was fun. Once you know, what I'm saying once I realized that it was happening, and I, I would like, sit there and say, and I would counter your point when when you're talking about that they probably emptied the clip. I don't think they did. I no, think no, they no. struggle. I, I well, as far as it feels like, you know, they were, it got along too fast. I think they struck. How many times have we seen with the main brands with Raw and SmackDown when it comes to like Daniel Bryan? How long did it take before Daniel Bryan got to win the championship? Kofi Kingston. How many pay per views did he have to go through? Yeah. Rhea Ripley had an astronomical rise that weekend. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was like Survivor Series and then. struck at the right time. No, and I like, get you, it. You did. The exact same thing, blueprint that you did with Keith Lee, how it happens. Like, it's a slow-footed race when it comes to that. But you, sh- it's your women's wrestling. You had no choice. Oh, uh, you have a choice. What's that? To continue with this with the Shayna Baszler shit throughout no, the rest of the year? You could have slow burned that to a big match at your takeover. You don't have a takeover until Mania yeah. in April. You, okay. You're fighting for ratings gonna, against the rival company on You're not Wednesday. fighting for ratings. Yes, you are. You're not. This was the first week that they beat them on every demographic right. the last week. But they're week. not fighting. Yes, they are. WWE just wants to put a wrench in their game. They don't want to fight. They're not excited. I'm just sitting here. But let me, let me use okay. a perfect example. What happened last Survivor Series? What was the biggest story coming out last Survivor Series? Becky Lynch. They slow played that shit. All the way to a main event at Mania. I'm not saying that Razor's Ronda Rousey, but a blueprint is there that they could have slow played this all the way to Mania. They could have gave Blazer a chance and she kept hitting walls. 
maybe even have her face the two cronies that never wrestled a fucking match yet to get in her way. There's I been, get. There's I'm, been zero plans for those girls except for. Oh, I get that. I have no problem with her winning the title, but it screams desperate to do it now. I, I'm I'm proud of the fact that they pulled the trigger on it instead of. Because I mean, it would have been if she didn't win, it would have became an afterthought. From now until April, it would have been an afterthought. I don't think. I don't. You have. You have no. You have no choice in this when you sit there and we just talked about WWE focusing on your women. Don't let them do it for yourselves. Rhea Ripley did it for herself and put herself over the hottest anyone has ever been. Has Baszler been this hot in a weekend? Yeah. Yeah. I would say last Rumble weekend. What did she do last Rumble weekend? She wrestled in the Rumble. She defended her title. I mean... Comparatively, she came out hot. I'm this. I, I you just, would say. Okay. You would say. I'm, I'm asking you. Comparison. Yes. You would say that her Rumble weekend was better than Rhea Ripley's. Nope. I'm not gonna say that weekend. But I'm gonna ask you this. Now that Rhea just won the title, what now? What are you gonna do now? Open it up to the rest of the women's roster. But no one's. No one's even on our level. No one's close. That it's not the point about on their level. Who has been on Shayna Baszler's level? This entire time. Actually, there have been a few, but that's arguable point. Because I think... But now you can showcase Dakota Kai. You can showcase Io Shirai. Okay. You can showcase Mia Yim. It doesn't have to be the same dilapidated method okay. with going against Basel. I don't have a problem it's with her running about. I just think it was too early. That's it. That's all. Well, to me, it was obvious since before that Shannon was on her way up. Yeah, correct. It was a call up before they even signed the contract for USA, and I think this was the plan. I think it got pushed back, okay, because of the USA deal. So I agree with that. So at this point, it's overdue, and it's 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 a foregone conclusion that she's going to be in the Rumble, and no matter what happens in that Rumble, that going forward, she might even win the Rumble. She might win the Rumble, but even if even if she did, if even if she doesn't, going forward, it's still a. Uh, Storyline with her and Becky, right? I think that's where they were always intended on going. Um, well, it's the same thing like I we talked that, about with Gargano. How many more Ciampa and Gargano matches can you get before it's like, okay, we've already seen three of these and they were all fantastic? It's like at some point there has to be an end to the storyline. You can't keep going back to that. Well, oh, I got two words for you on that one: Owens and fucking Zayn. They can fight any day of the week, mm-hmm. and people watch. You have Owens chasing the AOP right now, and Sane is not wrestling. He's doing no. I'm just wrong. saying, like, but, but if you, saying, we bring them together anytime, you're like, boom. Just like Gargano and Ciampa, they can start that tomorrow, and people will be up for it. It's just that good, kind of fire. That's good for them because they're not going to the main roster. No, they're not. Good. It's Cole that's going up there. Ooh. Okay. No, but I mean, I agree. Be with the main roster before Mania. I say the day after Mania. I think it's before Mania. Okay. I think it's before Mania. I'd say him in the entire Undisputed Era the day after Mania. And I'm okay with being wrong. But it just, it just seems more sense from a timeline cool perspective. It's doing this now I in don't, 2019. I, I don't. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> it's still an active 
2019 predictions and let's do it. We're gonna put this as fun. We're gonna make these these predictions. I'm saying I'm gonna say that Undisputed does another year. Because I think Cole doesn't want to go anywhere. I think that's the. He's got to lose the belt. That's the bigger piece of it. But I also think that Keith Lee jumped the line. Oh yeah, I agree. That's what that's why I told you like the weekend of. Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. That was not part. Him getting that over yeah. was not part of the plan. No, neither was him getting neither was the Kofi thing last year. That that's what, what I kind of equated. That he, Kofi jumped the line. Well, there's a who difference. Else would, who else would have contended for that? Made that storyline go forward. Oh, that would have been Ali. Ali wasn't going to be. Ali they couldn't have done card. They 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 would have put had, Ali in that match. He would not won it. That's correct. And, like, he would have got there, but he wouldn't have won. Because they wrote him, because I think between Mania, I mean, they would have gave it Rumble to and Mania, there was a Saudi show, wasn't there? No, it was after. Right after? Right after. Right after. Right after. Okay. It, no, they would have given it to somebody like, uh, what's his fucking face? Orton. They would have done something stupid like that because it's the same. You can go back to Orton every single time. Did he right. not just wrestle for the U.S. title the other day? Correct. So it's just, I mean, they but, have those guys that they can just, you know what? Title match, title match. That's right. It's better for them to do the knee jerk reactions and throw somebody in there than it is to actually write a good fucking consistent story. Mm-hmm. And my fridge has been open the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cole um, um, But the, see, Kofi's kind of different because the fans made Kofi happen. The fans made Keith Lee happen too. He was great. No, he was. He's phenomenal. But, but then he, they, the, the, it will be up to the fans to keep his momentum going. Because Keithy Lee is going to be great, regardless what happens in the ring. For sure. But well, it, would t- it would take a now movement not, just like... And they're doing exactly what I predicted they were going to do, okay? So I saw to Keith Lee. From now into the Royal Rumble, it's time for us to see more sides of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. See more mic work, see more him working with other people. You know what I mean? That so, whole... that whole he, made, he created a social media gif. Throwing Adam Cole into the crowd. But I have to be honest with you. I have zero faith that they'll pull the trigger on Keith Lee. No, he's he's just moving from NSC. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, but as a, he, I would say that this whole thing reminds me of Biggie, right? When he was in NXT, except they gave Biggie the title. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a long term perspective, again, they haven't provided me any evidence to give me any confidence. They're not going to do the exact same thing now. Right. You know, um, he's not the first athletic black man <laughs> to be a part of this game. That'd be uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. You could throw Bobby Lashley into that conversation. Yeah, you could. Poor Bobby Lashley. Because we all know what You know what? I think, Kobe La- I think Bobby Lashley is having a time in his fucking life right now. Yeah, this is. I, I think it is fun. If I, if I can't get Brock, I'm getting shine. Right, and I guess you know, it's a better program than he probably would have had if he wasn't doing it. As long as the checks clear on Thursday, we're, we're good. Facts. Right. I really do hope he swerves on the, on this Monday night fiasco, like a major swerve. Because I thought he was gonna swerve. Hold up, you ain't gonna tell me what to do. Right. I was like, yes, swerve. Well, no. I like this. We got us. No, this is a wedding. That was a swerve. On WWE programming. Oh, you already know what's going down. Some shit going on now. We're going to have to rate the best ones. Yeah, we did, right? Yeah. Did we talk about them? Well, we talked Triple about Triple H and uh, Stephanie. Uh, Vicky and Edge. That was, that was my favorite one. Triple H and Stephanie. <laughs> Triple H and Stephanie is the one. 
The only other one I put it, up there it, it is, is yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's real. That's like that was real. <laughs> <laughs> but as a like storyline, yeah, definitely Triple H. This is a throwaway. Didn't we see this storyline last year with somebody in a hotel room? Oh, it was Mandy and yeah. the Usos. That's a whole Speaking of the shows, they beat the case. Yeah. Kudos to them, so we'll be seeing them shortly. I don't know. Yeah. They're expected back. They, expected back. they were actually expected back before Survivor Series, but then... I think there are other problems that are keeping the Usos out of the game. I think... I think it's personal. I think so, too. I think I know where you're going with it, and I hope it's... I, 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 played it, I hope not. But you know what I'm saying? I hope not, because I never want that to really happen to people. But I hope it's but, stayed off to get on the right path. But I just, I, I feel like there's something, because there's somebody else involved in this scenario. Okay. And that person, Naomi hasn't been around either. She's been, oh no, she's just been, they've been focusing on promoting that. The Total Divas charts. Correct, but they take that before no, but still the incident. Their, yeah, they're still doing everything on that, too. So. She I mean, hasn't wrestled a match in six months. She wasn't and she's not injured. Well, no, they had to beat that damn case because all of them got charged on that. People people wrestled without beating cases before. Granted, <laughs> this was the multi, this was a little bit more serious... Because this is what a multiple. I, I think there's something more to it. I don't know it. anything about that. All I know is reports saying that they're actually they're, that creative is working on something as we speak. Okay. Yeah. And I'd be back soon. I wouldn't doubt them coming back. They're gonna come back and win the titles immediately. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm just hey. Where would you put them? You guys feel going to sign down. Them? Smackdown. Smackdown. They're actually contracted to Raw. So. They are contracted to Raw. I thought they got yeah. Well, no, because they did that whole shakeup, and they're undrafted, right? No, they got drafted. They got drafted by Raw. Yeah. So there you go. Raw is Usos and Street Profits. Weird, right? Usos and uh, whatever those guys are, Viking Raiders, whatever they're called. It's better than seeing the OC. As much as I like those guys, I can't stand seeing them in another fucking just a throwaway match. It's just. How do you feel about the revival right about they're, now? They're, they're, <laughs> the revival is a different story. It's, and shout out to, uh, I forgot which one it was. Was it Scott? Scott no. Dawson? That put the shaving in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> and like, yo, that's the true embodiment of somebody saying, I got your back. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, got your back. Bro. I would never shave your back, though. No, I, I wouldn't even ask. <laughs> Good thing for me. <laughs> yeah. No problem. There. Better for a thing for the world, actually. I don't think I'll have hair on my back. Like I'm that. not going to look. <laughs> we have to tell Dina. We trust you. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at us. Just hairless on the back. We're good. We ain't going to have that problem. Look at us. Look at us. <sighs> I think that's... What do you have to say about Taz being rumored as the new uh, commissioner for AEW? I, oh, I, I was, how do I say I preface with saying I do think AEW also needs authority figure. Well, we said that. We said that nauseum. Yeah, I, I think that. that would I don't cool. know. I don't. I think I'd actually like Taz better in commentary than I would as an authority figure. Well, consider that he has excellent mic work that could yeah. translate into setting up those matches and putting oh, no. people over. Yeah, I, I think mean, it would be great. I honestly do because okay. I don't want to see if you're going to continue to roll out Cody and stuff like that. 
let somebody else do that. Because then your efforts can go straight into those promos. We give them well, due credit that their promos are fire. All of them. And right. it also ties into real life. Because Tony Khan has taken on a bigger role with the Jaguars. For sure. Which means his time with AEW is not going to be as frequent. Right. They're going to run into the same type of thing, except they have a successful NFL franchise. Correct. And as opposed to a potentially defunct league before right. it gets off the ground. Um, I think Tony Khan actually has more trust in the other people that are in there mm-hmm. than Vince will ever have with the people that are there. Oh, yeah. for sure. Um, but I'm just saying, timing-wise, you know, storyline-wise, you can fit in it. Tony's put me in charge because he went off the plane in NFL. Yeah, Whoever it may be. They got rumored. Uh, Bleacher Report said they fired their coach. They're like, no, that's not true. Shot said, no, that's not true. We didn't fire him. We're going to talk to him at the end of the year. You're fine. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Yeah, the dreaded. Oh, let's have a conversation in my office on Monday. Yo, boy, Coughlin, though, man. Just finding cats. Just for finding cats. <laughs> and you know what? I attest that to, and it was, uh, shout out to Yurko on uh, Carmen and Yurko from ESPN the Chicago 1000. He said it because he played for a Coughlin yeah. out in Jacksonville. Right. And he said he was just a hard ass. He was trying to break it down. He goes to New York, becomes a softie because they tell him to tone it down because New York will eat you alive. He gets fired from New York. What, what else do I got to fucking do? Goes back to Jaguar. Fuck it. I'm going out my way. And look what your way got you. Mm-hmm. Fire. Not even not even granted the rest of the season. <gasps> Thank you and we're relieving you of your services. Before he even knew it, they already put it on yeah. social media. So but it'll be interesting, you know, to see what they, they do. I mean, Taz, I'm not going to say he'd be great. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be fun. Because it be has great. a different element. We haven't had that during the first. Yeah. You add that authoritative figure now. Now, now those factions make a hell of a lot more sense because now the commissioner's getting involved. Now they're sanctioning the matches rather than it just seems like Cody and Jericho are deciding, oh, you know what, we're going to take the TV time. Now it's like, okay, now there's a direction. We talked about that. Yes. Now there's a... A right. definitive storyline rather than right. just a bunch of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fine. There's order. There's I don't. I was like, I don't need order. Well, I mean, in yeah. a sense of that, there's some. Um, there's, there's a reason. There's, there's a, a reason point. For I get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I get. Have it. a point yeah. with this story. I get. It. Maybe he could help us make sense of these fucking dark order pop-ins <laughs> or the butcher. I would. Did it? Is it the butcher and the? Oh, I butcher and the blade. The, I always call it the butcher and the baker, like that burger spot. Or yeah, that's right. That's a good spot to go and get the bison burger. Okay. Put down the pretzel roll with the blue cheese, the barbecue sauce, and the bacon. <laughs> I had one too many at Burger Fest a couple of years ago. But yeah. Alright. That was fun. Yep. Because we're either going to wrap this up or we're going to start making fun of the Cowboys. We're going we're gonna to wrap this up. How can you be America's team? Well, no, that's, that's exactly it. Bunch of overpaid, whining little motherfuckers. They haven't done All shit right. good. This is going to be my last word. You're going to talk about the Cowboys. Yeah. I want you to take that point, and I want you to watch the very beginning of the show, Newsroom. Newsroom. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Watch oh, that. Well, no, I know that. Well, yeah, well, I'm just saying, that's the answer to the Cowboys. <laughs> right. Is this America's team? Is America great? Same story. <laughs> you think by now they would have started calling the Patriots because they lied, cheat, and steal to get the fucking championship. And they're is the that Patriots. the American way? Yeah. Uh, but let's do this. We wish all of you a wonderful, happy new year going into 2020. Please celebrate responsibly. Mm-hmm. Or don't. 
celebrate with your loved ones. Or don't. Pop a bottle. If, 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 if you're in Chicago, just do the right thing. Or don't. Or get out of our way. How about that? <laughs> Stay away from the window. We talk about get out of our way. We're all going to be in bed before fucking 7.30. I'm not. <laughs> I'm dedicated. And I take my nap. Yeah, I'll be playing 2K. <laughs> you want that smoke? No. Only thing I'll be smoking is since I guard at midnight. That's the only day. That's the only time I smoke a cigar. Special occasions. She's working because you know. Hotel, hotel life. People. Yeah. Stupid hotel. What the <laughs> fuck was I thinking? Seventeen fucking years. Hotel parties. I did. I it was did, fun for the first five. No, the last, <laughs> the last Hyatt party. I put somebody through a fucking table like I was the big show chokeslam, and it was fantastic. I'm gonna have your job by Monday. Take it. I'm looking for a way out. <laughs> uh, I felt bad because I messed up his ascot. <laughs> well, follow us on the Twitters. We are the Wise Men. Follow us on IG. Wise Men Wrestling Podcast. Jinx, you owe me a coke. Oh. <laughs> Pass me some coke. I got some. Find us on the Facebooks on the Wise Men Wrestling Podcast. Shout out to our podcast host, Anchor FM. Find us wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll hand it off to Rod. You. Wait, moment is that? <laughs> I dare you to tell your wife to be quiet for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> We're finishing out 2019 and going into 2020 for the culture. Remember that no matter what year it is, no matter what decade it is, your attention is still currency. You vote with your dollars, especially in this voting year coming up. <laughs> and no matter if you are a mark, just make sure you make a positive mark on this lifetime. Good night, good night. And T- Tiffany Haddish was like Karen on a goddamn stage right now. <laughs> we out. We out. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish has got the fucking Bailey haircut going on too. Got that Oprah thing going. <laughs> Good night. Okay.